0: I don't want to start the show on a disappointing level, on a dis- in a disappointing place, but I think a huge opportunity was missed, Callie, and I have to bring it to your attention.
1: Hey guys, it's Kathy from Shrewsbury, Pennsylvania. I was just listening to Tuesday's podcast and I had to laugh out loud. It occurred to me that if, Callie's parents had decided to do the brain surgery on their family's pet hamster. It could very well have been the first official weaponized hamster.
0: Oh,
2: Callie's dad missed a great opportunity.
0: See, he could have been on the weaponized hamster game decades ago.
2: Oh my gosh, that's funny. Except for that it's not a... A weaponized hamster is not a hamster.
0: But he could have made it a weaponized hamster. He could have Mm, implanted mm. it with some sort of superhero chip or some sort of deluxe memory or robotics.
2: Yes. Yes. And then we would have bathed in money and like set it on fire.
0: If you're going (laughs) to set the hamster on fire.
2: No, set the money on fire because that's what doing brain surgery on a hamster is.
1: Living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to the Upside Podcast with Callie and Jeff. All
0: right, we're going to put the spotlight right on Callie for the first part of this episode of the Upside. But before we do that, I have got to share what I just saw on Facebook that I'm totally fascinated by.
2: We just spent way too long watching this thing, and it's really freaking gross.
0: My friend Mandy, who uh, is a radio personality in Kentucky, I think, went to a foot detox bath place thing. So she shows on her stories her feet in a clear tub of water, it looks like, and then some amount of time passes, and that water looks like the greenest swamp water, your neighbor who didn't clean their pool water.
2: It's worse than that.
0: It's so nasty. It's disgusting. It can't be real, right? Like, is that really a real thing?
2: I don't know. I'm I'm not doing that unless...
0: What they're saying is that it's toxins coming out of your body through the bottom of your feet. There's
2: no way. There's like worms in this
0: thing. Yeah, yeah. Listen to this. Listen. I'm
2: about to gross you out. But for real, though, it's awesome. All
1: right. She, I have worms that came out. So she's got some little pinworms, little parasites that came out in this back area here. She's got a bigger one over in this. which it's very common everyone thinks that oh i've got worms or something wrong with me um all parasites can have different level of effects on the human body and a lot of them are harmless um but there can be some that
0: you know can do some damage no 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 worms came out of her feet y'all it
2: looks like she is standing she has her feet in mud or like oil or something like that. And there's literally little worms. Like, that is no, there's no way. There's no way.
0: Like, if you were barefoot. Where is she? She's at a detox spa. I'm so, gonna, it's
2: not a doctor's office.
0: No, it's a detox. They do feet detoxing. Mm. I guarantee you they do this in Atlanta. We need to go.
2: I don't want worms coming out of my feet. If they're in
0: there, don't you want them out?
2: No, I have no problems right now and I am just fine. Thank you very much. If the worms are in there, they can stay where they're meant to be and do what they're meant to be. No way. If we were all meant to do that, we would all be doing it. Like there is no,
0: this is, this to me looks like some crazy, like Asian medicine, some like crazy Chinese herbal, whatever that we don't know yet because to us it's all, you know, Harry Potter crap. But the reality is this could be saving lives.
2: No, I want to do it. Will
0: not. you do it with me? Nope. Look, that's where she is. Like whatever. I mean, we can't go to this place, but I guarantee there's a place in Atlanta, but look, this place is like a, uh,
2: I'll make you a deal. I have,
0: I don't like your deals. Why? Cause they're always really one-sided and you, you know. we
2: have two doctor friends that we're close with. If Either one of them tells me it's legit and that they'll do it. I will go to it's, either one of them. It's not a doctor thing. Exactly. We have
0: to go to a foot spa. Mm-hmm. I'm doing it. I'm doing we'll it. Well, enjoy your you. foot
2: fungus for life.
0: And I'm going to bring any worms that come out of my feet home and I'm going to bring them home and we're going to keep them as pets.
2: No, no, <laughs> really not. That is disgusting and I hope that no one's eating breakfast eating this. Let's move on. I'm shall we?
0: so excited. I got to talk to. I'm going to ask Mandy if I can share that picture too, because that's like the when the when the technician showing the worms. Yeah
2: yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Let's move on. Uh, uh, uh. All
0: right. Um, just like when Callie does the foot detox thing with me, she is going to be stepping way out of her comfort zone later this week, and will actually. What's your title? Moderator, MC? They didn't give me a title, so I'm not that cool. Yeah, you are. Callie is going to be speaking at an event and hosting like a QA with. Uh, a panelist with an expert who's going to be on a panel.
2: Yeah. So which is so
0: outside of Kelly's oh my gosh, comfort zone. So
2: outside of my comfort zone. And it's funny because they haven't really told me a whole lot about it. Um, we have a, an employee appreciation week at work and there's all these events. They, they pack a week full of events for employees. And one of them is super good vibey. And the guy speaking uh, is someone that I know. And they said, would you be willing to introduce Blake and do like short little Q and A? And I was like, yeah, absolutely. And then they say it's in a conference room. So I'm like, totally fine with that. Like, I can talk in front of 30 people. And then I agree to it. And then on the conference call about it, they're like, okay, so there's 200 like open register or like available slots. And I'm like, 200. This is a conference room. So There's now it's like in sixty people.
0: Now it's in like a theater or something, right? No,
2: we don't have one of those at work, so I don't really know what I'm walking into. To be totally honest, um, but I'm going to do it.
0: Are you nervous? Are you excited? Are you? Um,
2: I am nervous only because because um, I work in a building full of people that literally get paid to interview other people. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So, I so you, I don't want to be judged because I'm an assistant to that person. I'm not that person.
0: So you could look out to the crowd as you're technically interviewing this person on stage, and see people in front of you who literally went to school for yes. four years, six years, eight years, yes, to learn how to do what you're up there doing. Yes. Well, you know what? If you're going to start somewhere, start there. I'm
2: actually am. I'm going to start. I'm going to literally start there because I think my opening line is going to be to make a joke about that.
0: Perfect. Like I
2: am not a news anchor, presenter, journalist. I am an assistant. Right. So. Yeah.
0: I I don't even type the stuff that I'm supposed to say right now. So bear with me, people. Good. Then you win them over with laughter.
2: Yeah. Hopefully. I don't know. Or they'll just look at me like, cool. Why are you still talking? Introduce us to the cool guy.
0: Um, why did you commit to it? Was be was it because I peer pressured you into it?
2: Yes. I was going to Perfect. say, what do you mean? Why did I do it? Jeff totally peer pressured me into it and gave me this little like speech about he's like, Callie. First of all, you talk all the time, like we're doing this podcast. So you can't really say that you, you know, don't like being in front of people anymore. And he was like, we're going to get asked to do this more and more. So you might as well do it in front of people, you know, right? you know, and I was like, isn't that worse doing it in front of people, you know?
0: Nah, because that's a more forgiving crowd.
2: I feel like you've, it's a more judgy crowd.
0: You've got to, I will, I, and I'm going to, y- cause you kind of did that to me, uh, yesterday when you weren't really feeling go to feeling like going to the gym. Like you're usually so good about your workouts and you almost find them like therapeutic, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like you like them, but you just weren't feeling it. And you told me a few weeks ago, you're like, if I'm starting to not feel it, push me to go. Cause cause I'm I'm feeling a little weird, kind of slumpy, like mm-hmm. gym slumpy. So push me to go. So I kind of rode you hard and I got you to go. And that in turn got me to I
2: love I love how you rode me hard. Like you say that, like you were over here, like a drill sergeant being like, you gotta go work out. I was like, man, I don't want to work out. And you're like, really? I think you should go. And I was like, okay,
0: well, it was I was was like, I
2: didn't really want to, but then I got dressed. I'm like, well, I already got the clothes on.
0: It was a little more than that because you were watching SVU and you know how that goes. One episode ends, bam. Next thing you know, they're finding the body for the next episode. Yeah, Before
2: you can even decide you don't want to watch that episode. They got you hooked.
0: So your the fact that you a couple of days ago went to the gym when you didn't want to go. Yesterday I went out and went for a walk even though I wasn't feeling it and it was 198 degrees outside.
2: I'm and- proud of you cuz that was if you have ever lived in the south and maybe you've just come to visit the south circa I would say August probably is our worst month down here. Um but there's a point where you walk outside and all southerners know where it's th- thick, Yep. meaning like it's hard to breathe because it feels like, um, one of my friends made this analogy yesterday. It feels like you were standing behind bus exhaust
0: or you're walking through that stuff that, that Mandy's feet created. Yes.
2: Yeah. It's just gross. So, so even getting out, I mean, I was sweating, walking from my office to my car.
0: But I had to do so it. Good for you. I had to do it good because I want to get out there and move every day, and I w- and I want to put in thirty minutes of movement every day. And I was going to blow it off because it was so hot, and I got distracted in the morning. But I'm like, I can't hammer her about going to the gym and then not hold myself accountable. How would so. you feel
2: afterwards? Great. Yeah. See, that's the thing. Yes. I feel like if I can just hold on to that feeling, I'm like, well. I'm definitely not going to feel worse.
0: That's the thing about getting out of your comfort zone or being uncomfortable. The comfort that comes after it is always magnified. Right. So you're going to feel great after you do your onstage thing. When is it tomorrow? You're going to feel great after you do that because you're going to have done it. And you're going to, it's you're like your first real time. You're going to feel accomplished. Mm-hmm. It's like your friend Chrissy when she did stand-up comedy. She came off there like. It's
2: not as big of a deal as hers,
0: but. It's, but I mean, you've, you, there's an endorphin that comes. Yeah. So the point in saying all that is do something to get out of your comfort zone because the, the peak, the endorphin on the other side of it. Is so good. Always worth it. So e- good. Even if it's going for a walk, when you don't want to go for a walk.
2: On the last episode of the podcast, we asked you to call and t- words are hard. We asked you to call <laughs> and tell it, us,
0: don't, don't say that the day before you got to speak in front right? of me. Oh my gosh.
2: I better get it together before tomorrow. Um, we asked you to call and tell us what you didn't know how to do until you were an adult that everyone else seemed to know how to do as a child. And Jeff, what did you say? I forget.
0: Um, I didn't learn how to ride a bike until later, and I never um, could drive a stick shift. I still can't drive a stick shift car. Yeah. And the reason we're asking this is because uh, Callie actually has something that she needs to confess to here in just a second.
1: Uh, my name is Amanda, and something that my fiance says that I definitely should have known how to do was vacuum and change my sheets because I never had to, because we always did it. anybody that did it. I love your podcast, and I can't wait to keep listening. Bye. Hey there, it's Tiffany. So I knew in theory how to cook and how to do laundry, but I lived with my grandmother, who was a Southern grandmother, who didn't let anybody in the house do anything. I wasn't even allowed to go down into the laundry room, because she said, quote, unquote, I would mess up the machine. <laughs> so... I had to learn how to do all that once I was an adult. I had to learn how to cook, how to clean, how to do everything, and now I do pretty good. So whatever it is, Callie, I totally understand. Have a good one, guys.
0: I that is such a grandmother thing to say. Don't touch that; you'll break it. Like I was also
2: a Jeff Dollar thing. You won't let me do your laundry.
0: It's not about the law. Lo- no, I'm talking about the gadgets. I know, I'm kidding. Like uh, my grandmother wouldn't let me use her toaster oven.
2: Oh my gosh! My grandmother always used to tell us there were. We had seven. There were seven of us cousins. And she would always say, don't touch that. Don't touch that. Like half of my childhood was don't touch that. You'll break it.
0: And like
2: uh, grandma, I'm 20. Right.
0: <laughs> oh, and God forbid you could head to drive your grandparents car.
2: They never let me do that.
0: No way. Nope. All right. Uh, Kelly, see if this sounds familiar.
2: My
1: husband is almost 30 years old and still cannot swallow a pill. Um, without just jamming it down his throat and nearly choking on it. It's so bad that one time he insisted on taking a Tylenol while he was driving down the highway and, of course, triggered his gag reflex and had to uh, very, very quickly pull over the car from driving 80 miles an hour to hurl on the side of the highway. Luckily, made it to the side of the highway um, and didn't have to hurl in the car. Um, But yeah, just can't, can't do it and Pretty much shouts every morning, don't look at me as he takes his (laughs) vitamin. Love the show. Um, Keep doing what you guys are doing.
0: (laughs) That's great. Turn turn around. Turn around. I'm going to take my vitamin. Turn around.
2: I feel like we've had that
0: exact
2: same conversation, though, because I did not know how to swallow pills until I was 21.
0: And I had no idea this was the case until we got the shipment of vitamins and supplements from Care Of. And they sent these these boxes. Callie got one, and I got one, and she got hers. The, the, what two days before mine? So she opens the first one, and and says, uh, "Oh, it's so easy. They're all individually wrapped, but the the big one tastes weird." And, and Jeff said,
2: looked at me and was like, "You can taste." vitamins. And I was like, well, yeah, like the one, like you, you put it on your tongue and then the time in between your tongue. And when you swallow water, like it's sitting on your tongue. So whatever it tastes like, if it's not in a capsule, like you'll taste a little bit of the
0: and I'm like, how long are you keeping that in your mouth and to taste it? Jeff I think
2: some swallowing pills weird. Like, I am just, here's the thing. Since well, I you,
0: learned, uh, I, I'm going to go with me being right, considering you couldn't do it until after you could buy a legal six-pack of beer.
2: Okay, correct. However, I don't think there's really a wrong way. Like, if you're getting the pill down. Anyway, so the way that I have been, <laughs> the, okay, the pack's. Jeff is a bit older than I am. So I was making fun of him because I was like, oh my gosh, you're totally going to need more supplements than I do. And mine is actually, I have six that I take every morning Um, and Jeff has two Yep, and he just likes to sit here and watch me like I've been taking them for the past. It just takes me a little longer than the average bear, but I'm getting it and I'm doing it every day and I'm really proud of myself and you don't need to make fun of the way I take pills.
0: But am I wrong or is one of the questions that comes up in the, in the survey, do you prefer to take many smaller pills or fewer, larger pills?
2: I I am not. Well, I said smaller pills because I physically can't swallow a big ones. So these are all manageable for me. I just have to spread yeah, them out.
0: That's the reason mine is only two pills is because I'm like, yeah, give me as big as you got. Jeff will you're, stick you're, you're, six
2: pills in his mouth and just – Jeff can take pills without water. Now, that is impressive.
0: Yeah. So, well, I got to –
2: I know, but you can do it. I basically gener- can't do it. I will choke. You'll have to do the Heimlich. It's not pretty.
0: Or you'll have to pull over your car on the side of the road like that woman and gag and the hurl and the...
2: I've never actually gotten sick, but I have choked a couple times and... um I don't know why it's so hard for me. And Jeff was saying, like, you had to go to, remember in yesterday's show, you were like, you had to go to therapy for this. My mom, when I was in high school, was so over me not being able to swallow pills. She made me go see a speech therapist.
0: How did you, how did you take, like, before you could swallow pills, how would you even take a Chewables. What about an aspirin? Chewables. There's chewable aspirin? There's
2: chewable everything for kids. And I would just take that.
0: So as an adult, at 18, you're off to college, and you've got a hangover or whatever, and you'd wake up the next morning and take children's chewable aspirin? To- okay,
2: first of all, you don't get hangovers in college, because in college, you Dang. can drink whatever you want, wake up and start drinking again, and you're just fine. So I didn't even take aspirin really until I was 25, probably. Wow.
0: Wow. That's a good point. Thanks for (laughs) for bringing up the absence of the hangover in college. Those are the days.
2: I'm just really proud of myself for actually sticking to the vitamin thing. I mean, we've had these care of things. I've been taking mine longer than you have. I've been on two weeks and it makes things so easy. And to be honest, my doctor has been telling me for years to take a multivitamin. And what happens is I leave her office. I go to the drugstore and I stand in front of the vitamin wall perplexed because there's too many options. I can't do it.
0: Well, I think the problem is there's multivitamins for different categories of things. And it sh- th- that shouldn't be the case. There should be one multivitamin that covers it all.
2: Right. Like just, this is the one for right. you. And fortunately, Care of has done that because they literally send something and it has your name on it. And it's like, this multivitamin is for you.
0: Done. And the way they figured it out is they got this um, quiz that takes five, maybe seven minutes to take.
2: Yeah, mine took seven.
0: On their website. And um, the website is takecareof.com. And you take that quiz and it It tells you exactly what vitamins and supplements would would be best for you in your life at this moment, and then they get sent right to your house. Easy, convenient, simple, fast.
2: And if you want a discount on those simple and fast vitamins, uh, use the code UPSIDE at checkout for 25% off.
0: All right. Uh, Callie is going to change up our beautiful human report from time to time and focus on four-legged friends.
2: I want to do a super dog report because I feel like our dogs, I mean, I was going to say they don't get enough credit. They absolutely do. We love our dogs, but dogs know stuff that we don't know sometimes. Our dog Lily um, woke us up in the middle of the night. We were so irritated and then we realized our back door was wide open and she was trying to tell us, you guys, hello, you left the back door wide open. I got a message from Laura about her super dog. And here's what she said. So cute. My miniature dachshund woke me up one night by nudging the crap out of me, which is unusual. And I was irritated. But it turns out my house was filling with smoke like there was a fire. Wow. My smoke detector had not gone off yet. You said this
0: is a miniature dachshund?
2: Yeah, a little tiny.
0: Didn't (laughs) want to be a hot dog.
2: How long have you been waiting to say that?
0: Hey, hey.
2: (laughs) I sent Jeff this story last week. I I
0: wish I should. If I was really prepared for it, I would have had one of those. (laughs) Um,
2: She was was making, waking me up to tell me, turns out my AC unit element had caught on fire and the smoke was billowing in from my AC vents and the alarm eventually went off, but the dog noticed it before um, the alarm even noticed it and they were able to get out of the house.
0: Smart dog. Does did she even credit her dog by name?
2: Um no, she didn't, but she didn't end up by saying we really don't deserve dogs.
0: A a wiener dog that saves lives, I feel like would be named Oscar. You think so? Yeah, the Oscar's a good wiener dog name.
2: Laura, send me a message and tell me what your dog's name. Is so we can properly credit, but what a freaking awesome super dog.
0: And if you have a super dog story, send it to Callie because nothing brings her more joy.
2: I don't think we've talked about this, um, but you can actually go on our website, callieandjeff.com, and it'll say contact us. At the bottom of that page, there's a form and you can submit your show ideas. So anytime you have a, a show idea, send it there and we'll go through it. And this is your show. So we would love to do content that you love. Send it our way. And
0: um, you can also call us at 800-434-5454 at any time with any question. Hey, guys, it's Steve from Apopka, Florida. Totally invested in the whole double the upside, probably minus the jazz hands. Yeah. So my question is, I use Downcast, which pulls down your feet every morning, but I may not listen to it two days yes i'm that guy but then i'll listen to two back to back so does that still count within the 24 hours because it's downloaded or does the content actually have to be listened to within the first 24 hours love the show you guys rock take care First of all, thank you for listening from Florida. Yay! And second of all, I totally think that when we first started the double the upside campaign, I probably overexplained the numbers and got everybody all confused about the 24 hours. Yeah,
2: we we tend to do that. Yeah.
0: It listen whenever you want. And another question that we're getting a bunch is if I listen to half of the show, does it still count? Yes. Like the beautiful thing about podcasts. And and I'll tell you something that's really cool to the number of people who are telling us that The Upside is their first podcast experience.
2: I love it. Because
0: I think it's an intimidating word for a lot of people.
2: Well, it is because it's brand new.
0: So people are asking about, like, well, what if I have to say? The beautiful thing about podcasts is you listen when you want where you want for as long as you can, and then you can come back to it.
2: Yeah, there- I do that every day. I listen to the show to make sure that it sounds great. And I told Jeff yesterday, I listen to it in the morning because I want to know how it's going to make people feel that day. And I want to make sure that the emotion we're conveying is what we want to get across. So I listen to it on my way to work. I can only get through half an episode. And then- so I pause it. And then I come back to it later.
0: Yeah. When you're on your way home, you can mm-hmm. listen to the rest of it. So listen to it. However works for you. The numbers count. The only reason we referenced 24 hours is because we were just, we were picking a, what's it called? A control group.
2: Well, I think what he was that, saying though, is if you download, like what counts? Is it the download or the listen? It's a listen, right? Right.
0: Uh, it, t- well, I, don't don't even, I, don't I don't know. I don't even want to go into that. It, 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 that doesn't even matter. Just know that you can listen whenever you want. You pause it whenever you want, whatever. But as long as you have the episode, then it counts. And that, and that's all that matters to us. So yeah, go to our website, Callieandjeff.com. Call us anytime. 800-434-5454. We turn the ringer off at night, so it won't wake us up. Um, And we would love to hear from you.
2: I'm really digging the quote on my vitamins today.
0: There are quotes on the vitamins.
2: (laughs) Have you not been reading them? No. I read them every day. And this one is so me because I've talked about this a million times before. It says, um, if opportunity doesn't knock, build a door.
0: I've got to pay more attention to things around me. Is that on every packet of vitamins? Is it different quote? (laughs) Yes,
2: it's under your name. You know
0: how I love a quote?
2: I know. I'm actually a little bit surprised that you haven't picked up on that before. I think it's very
0: charming. Don't you have this on your desk? If opportunity doesn't knock, build a door. You
2: no, have- but I was talking about it a lot because I was talking about I, I was talking about it a lot on Instagram when we didn't know what we were gonna do with this thing. And then um I was like, Well, we're not waiting sitting around waiting for opportunities. We're gonna build that door and we're, we are building it now.
0: I wanna say Thank you to everybody who shared this article with me after I talked about people who cry at work. I think it was two episodes ago or maybe three episodes ago when I kind of went off on people who find themselves in tears at work. Because you were
2: inspiring. You didn't yell at anybody.
0: Well, I want you to realize if you're a person who cries at work, I want you to realize and I want you to understand that those tears aren't coming to you because you are lesser than, even mm-hmm. though that's the way you're being made to feel. Right. Those tears are coming to you because you know that you're capable of more. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of my whole thing. And then I had like a dozen people send me this, this article and I realized I printed it out without making a note of where it was from. So we'll put the link to the actual article in the show notes. Okay. But it was it's a, it's a list of like two dozen things that you need to self check you self check on mm-hmm. to see if you work too much, and uh, the first one's obvious. Like your family or friends make comments about seeing you less. That's like, happening to me right now. <laughs> it is. Oh, because <laughs> yeah. of the podcast. Yeah. Oh, do you dream about your job? No. That's another one on the list. If you if your job features prominently in your dreams, maybe you're a little too invested in that. Uh, you feel too busy at work to justify taking a break. So those are the people who are eating lunch at their desk.
2: Well, I'm that person, but my job is different because I'm an assistant. So I'm pretty much on call when I'm at work, you know?
0: And yeah. And you work such odd hours. Yeah. Some, I mean, some of these aren't going to apply to everybody, but, um, it's 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 worth noting. Yeah, you can't stop thinking about work even during supposed downtime. That's both of us. Yeah, but okay, <laughs> we get we got to take ourselves out of it because, we, like, when we went on that we're weekend, excited. I know we went to Hilton Head Island. We went to the Westin out there a few weeks ago, and we got to or we were doing podcast related stuff while we are out there even though we are like hanging out on the beach and all that. Yeah. Cuz it's that's cool. Um the last thing you do before bed is catch up on your work email.
2: I don't do that. Like
0: lying in bed. Yeah. doing your work email. Uh you can't remember the last time you were 100% off on a weekend. You struggle to think of any personal goals that you're working towards in life Mm. because you're all, it's all focused on work. Yes. You're edgier and more irritable. And you're not sure why (laughs) Uh, your physical health is suffering. You've given up one of your favorite hobbies because there isn't time for it. So
2: does any of this sound familiar with you?
0: I don't know. I've forgotten about that time in my life.
2: Okay, I remember it very clearly.
0: Um if you were given a completely free day tomorrow you have no idea how you'd use it, which is pretty hmm. scary. Yeah. Because and I think that could apply to anything whether it's um work or or parenthood or being in a relationship like being super yeah. committed to a boyfriend or girlfriend like uh-huh. if you are if you had 24 hours Free of whatever is binding you and you don't immediately know what you would go to do. Yeah. I think that means you're spending too much time focused on other people, and not on yourself. Wow. So. Good
2: thought. Yeah. Good thought.
0: Anyways, I'll link the whole thing. If you don't know how to find our, our show notes, um, the length, the wherever you get originally get the podcast if you click on there's usually a button that says more Mm -hmm. just click on that and it'll pop up for every episode and that's where we link anything that we talk about we share anything that we um you know articles like this or any pictures or anything we
2: keep all the goods
0: yeah so hopefully um i'll be able to find out where the source of that article is and link that up and then also mandy's bubbly gross feet I'll put that there too. That is so gross. And if you know a place that does detox foot baths, please get in touch.
2: No, 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 no. I am I'm am vetoing this idea right now, but if you'd like to find a friend, I don't even want to be in the same room as worms coming out of feet. Like I'm just I feel like I'm I'm good.
1: Thank you for listening to the Upside podcast with Callie and Jeff. Please make sure you subscribed so you never miss an episode of The Upside.
0: Everybody is waiting on the update, the sit down between me and the neighbors to find out exactly what is going to happen with uh, with our barking dogs, our vicious, mean barking dogs, and, and, and our relationship with our next door neighbor. Well, today, they came home. One of them came home and Sadie was outside lying in the sun near the fence. Lily was was on the other side of that yard. And I saw, because I was in the bedroom, so I could see very clearly what happened. And when the car pulled in, Sadie stood up, and I counted, barked four times at the fence, just like that Sadie bark that she does. That oof, 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 oof. And then, in. This is such a Sadie thing to do. And then turned around and walked to the other side of of the patio where she was lying Mm -hmm. and barked like two more times as she was walking away and then laid down on the other side of the patio. If that's what they're going to come at me with, come on. I literally counted her barks, counted them.
2: I just feel really uptight about this whole thing. I want to know what they're going to say. And then just so we at least know where they're coming from.
0: Yeah, we'll find out soon enough.
1: Hi, my name's Caitlin, and I live in Atlanta. And I saw your post about what is one thing you learn to do as an adult that most people know as a child. And for me, it's learning to ride a bike. I tried a lot as a kid and um, just kept getting hurt. So my parents gave up. And I had to teach myself probably about four years ago. And I'm still kind of, I'm still kind of a, a sea bike rider. But I um, am proud that I can actually do it now, and can you know ride a beach cruiser when I go down to, uh, the beach. Thanks for everything you guys are doing with the show. I love it. Bye. This is Abby from Atlanta, and I am calling about what most people learn to do in childhood that I didn't learn to do until adulthood. And for me, that is riding a bike. I did not learn until I was 28 years old. I was a very stubborn child. I grew up in Austin, Texas, um, and it was super hilly, and my neighborhood had no sidewalks. And I just said no to bikes. And I was an only child, so I didn't have any brothers or sisters to help me. And um, fast forward to adulthood, and my husband's family has a place In St. Simon's Island. So everyone's riding bikes and having fun and just having a great time with their family. And I thought to myself, oh my goodness, I've got to learn how to ride a bike. Otherwise, I'm going to be left out of my own family when we decide to have kids. So we came back to Sandy Springs and My husband, who is the oldest of three boys, taught me how to ride a bike in the parking lot of our neighborhood elementary school. So take care of y'all and love y'all. Bye. Hey, this is Jessica. I'm calling from Sugar Hill. I was listening to your podcast talking about how you have your affirmations uh, written down. And it just reminded me of when I was in high school, our health teacher, Coach Ferris, would give us vitamins. He'd give us a couple every day. Um, We'd have to memorize them. And at the end of every test we took, however many vitamins we could remember to write down, we would get extra credit for they were all affirmations, basically, and it just reminded me of that. And it was really a great part <laughs> of uh, taking the test. And Coach Ferris was always so positive, and it really did help. Kudos to you guys for giving suggestions for people to do that. And I love your show. Ethically, some cat poop. Okay, bye. <laughs>